Welcome to Private Club Radio, your weekly source for industry education, news and discussion. Broadcasting from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, here is your host, Gabriel Aloisi. Hey, hey, welcome to Private Club Radio. We've got another edition of live interviews that happened at the Club Leadership Summit in Belfast, Northern Ireland. So for all you who were unable to attend, this is your little taste of the summit. So one guest I was really excited to speak with was Andy Brown of Toro. In this discussion, we talk about the new technology that Toro's coming out with, some of the challenges that they face being in so many different climates and different regions, and you'll learn how you can get in touch with Andy and his team. So without further ado, here is that interview. Yep, it sounds like an incredible work that you guys are doing, and I hope our listeners will. Andy, welcome to Private Club Radio. It's a pleasure to be here, Gabe. Yeah, well, first question for you and the Toro brand is, what are some of the innovations that you guys are coming out with, or what is the equipment of the future going to look like for the Toro brand? Well, for us, Gabe, you know, innovation is is where we sort of really sort of hang our hat, I suppose. We, we're known as the innovators in the, uh, in the turf maintenance business, and that's, you know, for equipment and also for irrigation. And and actually, irrigation is where some of the uh, greatest innovations have happened in, in the last sort of five, 10 years. And that's really been the introduction of more sophisticated software for um, better, more accurate management of, of using water on a, on a golf course, which, as we know, is, a, is, is both a very important thing to do, but it's also a very high profile thing to be doing, to be seen to being a good steward, if you like, for, um, for, for the use of water. Um, and so Toro spent a lot of time developing uh, soil moisture sensors, for example, to give real time information about uh, how much water is available in a, in a green, for instance. And in five-minute intervals, you can see you know, the depletion of water, and then you can make a decision as to whether you actually have to add any more water to it. So in irrigation, it's been leading the way. In terms of equipment, um, again, it's, it's really about understanding what the customer, what our end user really needs, and what he believes or she believes is the um, going to solve their problems, because it is really about problem solving. So the, f- the first thing we do is spend a lot of time with our customers. We do a lot of customer feedback. Feedback uh, activities, um, both at their own facilities and then also when they come and meet our designers and um, and our engineers back at uh, Toro headquarters, which is in uh, Minneapolis in, in Minnesota, uh, which at this time of year is freezing cold. Yeah, so right. that's why I, I only go there in the summer, by the way. So. Um, but, you know, we spend a lot of time with them trying to understand what they need. And, and of course, what we're also doing is looking to see what new technologies are being developed around the world in other industries and, and trying to see how they can be best implemented and, and, and utilized in our own. So, you know, obviously everyone's talking about um, driverless cars and automation. And, and you know, that's big um, a big discussion that we're having, obviously, in wider society. And the same thing applies in, in the turf management world, turf maintenance world, because, you know, Labor is a huge cost for everybody, particularly in Northern Europe. Uh, you know, labor is expensive. So you want to make the best use of it. So, so one of the questions we're asking is, well, okay, so if you didn't need somebody to be sitting on this mower, what advantages does that give you? Does that mean that you can put that person in another role so you can actually do more things with the staff that you've got? Because a lot of greenkeepers, greenkeeping staffs are run pretty lean these days. You know, there, there aren't a lot of extra people around. And so it's actually making the best use of the resource that you've got, not about necessarily making it a smaller team. It's just actually getting better use and productivity. So the catchword for us is often about productivity. That's what people are asking us about. So can we devise products that have more than one use? that can uh, create better value in terms of the asset 
get more value out of that individual investment that you've made. So we've, for instance, written a piece of software called MyTurf Pro, which is a fleet management software. So that, that will actually give you um, the real cost of ownership of a particular piece of equipment over its lifespan and help the, 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 ma the management team make a decision on when they need to invest in another product or indeed whether um, this particular product is, is working better on this facility or a different facility so you can make those comparisons. Um, it's, it's the way that the industry is going. It, people need that data. It's about data. Uh, it's about how to analyze that data and then make good use of it. That's fantastic. Do you think that soon enough we're going to be having driverless lawnmowers? Yes, we will. And, and absolutely. I mean, there are systems already out there today where you can retrofit um, an, an automation system. Um, it's expensive at the moment, but the reality is that in real terms, in comparison to other costs that are going up in a, in a golf course, um, it's starting to make more sense. Mm -hmm. And so I think over the next three to five years, you will see more clubs looking at that seriously. And at the same time, in that, in that same time frame, that technology is going to become cheaper because that's really what comes down to is the economics of it. And then where does a club decide to make its investment, um, whether that be in, in new equipment or in equipment that will do something different? Right. So your area is pretty diverse. You've got Europe, Middle East, and Africa. What are some of the challenges that you face with each of those? Well, first of all, climate, because we go from the Arctic Circle right the way down to, uh, well, the, the, the Sahara Desert and, every, and everywhere else in between. So in terms of, of temperature, that's a huge challenge. But, but that's the same anywhere in the world. I mean, as I said, our, our products are designed in, in Minneapolis, in Minnesota, which gets pretty cold. And then we're asking it also to perform in, in areas, um, the Arizona climate. So in America, it's this very similar. Um, so there's that. There, I think the biggest thing, of course, are the cultural differences. You know, we, we have a huge range of um, cultural differences and, and the way in which they engage with the game of golf, if we're going to specifically talk about golf. But, you know, obviously, um, you know, soccer, football, as we would call it in, in the UK, is, is a global game. Um, cricket, which some of your American uh, um, listeners will, will be familiar with, is, is also a global game. And, and we work in those areas as well. So there are a lot of cultural differences and how our products are suited to those different environments, how they're going to be maintained. Uh, that's really critical to us. So it's important that our local representatives can get that message back to our central HQ. And those conversations can be had because we are always striving to be a global company. Perfect. So how do you aggregate that data? What is the system that Toro's put in place? You can get the information from those frontline guys and get it to your management team. Well, just like we spend a lot of time with our customers, our end users, we also spend a lot of time with our distributors and also other influencers, industry influencers. So, you know, coming to events uh, like the Club Inc. conference and, and others like this, it's, it's important that we get to listen to what um, the market is saying and, and other industry professionals and then start to analyze that information and then feed it sort of further down the line or back up to Central HQ in such a way that it can make sense to them. So we put, you know, it, part of my role is, is to do that both with my own team, my own sales team, but also with our distributors. You know, we have senior distributors who, who get together as a team as well and they report back to us what they're seeing about the market. We obviously do a lot of market share surveys, a lot of, a lot of surveys uh, to do with how... Uh, we believe the industry is moving and it's our job to try and bring that information together for it to make sense to people that are looking at it who aren't experiencing it themselves. Right. Wow. 
Andy, if folks want to get in touch with you directly, learn a little bit more about Toro, how do they go about doing that? Well, the great thing about um, technology is now uh, it's out there. So, you know, the, the Toro website, which is very, very straightforward, www.toro.com is, is a good place to start. We also have a, um, a YouTube channel and obviously we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all these other places. Obviously, there are many people, depending on where you are in the world, there are, there are people to get in touch with. My email address is extremely straightforward, andy.brown at toro.com. Any of our sales guys or anybody has similar structured email addresses, so you should be able to find that out. So we'd, we'd be delighted to hear from anybody that, that would like to contact us. Awesome, Andy. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Club Leadership Summit. It's a pleasure. I had so much fun at the Club Leadership Summit last year that I'm coming again this year. It's happening November 4th through 6th at the Ascot Racecourse just outside of London. And the speaker lineup once again this year looks absolutely fascinating. I thought the education last year was good. This year looks even better. And I'm excited to be there. Hopefully you'll be there too. If you want more details about the Club Leadership Summit, visit the website clubleadershipsummit.com. It's an invitation-only event, but right now you can join their priority invitation list to be there, and I hope you do. I'll catch you back here next week on Private Club Radio, and until then, here's to your membership success. Private Club Radio is brought to you by Concert Golf Partners, helping to preserve and enhance private golf and country clubs. Concert Golf has the capital, expertise and private club hospitality experience to help upscale private clubs achieving long-term success and membership growth. For 25 years, Concert Golf has allowed private club members to focus on simply enjoying their club. Visit ConcertGolfPartners.com to learn more about the recapitalization process.